0: Full of, fuck, full of, I've already butchered it. I have butchered the beginning of every single episode for the last, like, two weeks. 145, TBC 145. 28th, 28th, 29th, July 27th, 427 p.m. 2020. (laughs) That's all I got. Vimeo, VTube, Vimeo, DTube, VO, Spotify, Anchor, YouTube, BitChute, blah, 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 all those. Be linked in the comments, all that good stuff. Mr. Paul Wakecomb. When are you going to start a podcast, man? I don't know. I just never had a need to. I I can always talk to you. I think you need to start one. You think so? I do. So I had on that guy two episodes ago, Josh Newman, Uh retired retired Marine, served in Iraq, and uh, he came on. And uh, he said he's been wanting to start a podcast. And then after he did the one with me, he said he got psyched up. So he started his own. And, uh Yeah, we talked about it. And he finally is going to be called uh, Reality Playground Podcast. Got some artwork. Started a channel. I think he's doing his first episode today or tomorrow. But he wants to have you on. What for? I don't know much. Dude, I told him. Well, because he was like... He said he watched the B-21 Raider. Uh, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's my buddy Paul wakecom And uh, he cut me off, and he goes, he's a cool dude, by the way, man. So he's got the Batman background. I was like, Paul's a man. So I texted him. <laughs> I was like, hey, man, I'll see if Paul wants to do yours. So if you're interested, yeah. he wants to have you on. He's love to. Fuck yeah. Which well, which got me thinking, it was right before this, was how come Paul doesn't start one, man? You've got unique, diverse tastes. <laughs>
1: I'm kind of doing a thing with this buddy of mine, John William Chui. He's an author. He's written a ton of books on Chicago mafia, uh-huh. among, among other other things. Lots and lots. He's written a lot of things. Uh huh. And, and he's he sort of letting me do part of his. Fuck yeah. Um, we had on Frankie Diamond's kid. I Frankie Diamond that. was uh yeah one of al capone's muscle men yeah and so that was real interesting yeah um we're gonna be doing a, a few more of those you know so you, you got me started here tommy that's for sure
0: dude i think you need to start one man i might you do you don't need to you don't need to do them the way i've told people i was like you don't need to do them the way i do them you do it your own way you don't need to do seven a week you can do one a month some of them some podcasts are very like produced some people like to really research they have talking points and it's very Mm -hmm. specific and there's no you know dilly-dallying and going off into the weeds like we do i like that yeah well that's my favorite and that's why i do it but that's why i started my own because i wanted mine to be mine i have no idea what josh newman's going to do with reality playground i hope it's awesome and i hope it's it's i hope it's his own thing i think you should i think you should put your own spin on something
1: I I might do that, but I don't know how many people are going to
0: want to talk about the same stuff I do. You're the only one so far. Dog. Paul, I'm learning this thing as I go. Mm -hmm. I still have no idea what I'm doing. My my shoelaces are intertwined. I forget what to say. I'm tripping over myself. But here I am, episode 145, somehow piecing it together. I have no (laughs) idea what I'm doing, man. I have no idea what I'm doing. We we must be in the big time now because I got a real green screen and everything. I am hey, just transformed it. Or... it. We've made it. So we've made it. This is it. After this, you got is, the flag. After this, it's bottle service and man, I don't know. I don't know. Guys, <laughs> deliver. Yeah, French Polynesia on some big ass yachts doing I don't know oh. weird cryptic shit that billionaires do. Maybe <laughs> not doing that. Golf hookers. You, yeah, system. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of billionaires, see Elon Musk is moving to Texas, or he's moving yeah. Tesla to Texas. I don't blame him one bit. Neither do I. I think it's fucking hilarious. I think it's yeah. hilarious. Above all else, I think it's hilarious. Not only is he moving, he's, mo- he's building the Factory, which has been in talks for like five years. This yeah. is, for everyone listening, the Factory. I think it's going to be the largest square footage factory or, or structure in the world when it's built.
1: If it's not, it's really not worthy of the name, is it?
0: No. Yeah, exactly. Touche. Mm-hmm. Factory. So it's mm-hmm. going to be massive. God knows how many jobs it's going to provide. I mean, it's building... Teslas and mm-hmm. not only did he not reopen his factory in, in California, he decided to open a new one or he's going to open a new one in Texas. Joe Rogan yeah. is going to move to Texas. I uh, saw that. Yeah. yeah. Akira the Dawn, the DJ I had on here, episode 80 something, my favorite DJ who makes all of his own Meaning Wave shit. He moved out to Texas two weeks ago from LA, had a penthouse in LA, first generation immigrant. He's built himself up over like fifteen years. Yeah. And he moved his wife and his seven year old son out to out to Austin, I think. He called it the Texodus. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame him. And he was he was doing live streams the whole way. He was literally like pulling over on the side. He was in like the middle of Death Valley. And he, he'd have, he'd have put he'd bring out his table, throw on like a towel. And he'd, have his, and he'd be mixing, and you'd see cactuses and mountains in the back. thing don't Area 51. But he kept having to cut them short after, like, 11 minutes because everything would overheat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he was doing them. All the way through, it was just Texas. Now he's in Texas. And he's like... He says it's so wonderful because not only does he say that the air is fresher, the people friendlier. He said he really enjoy, really really enjoys that there's no homeless people shitting in front of his house. <laughs> so yeah. he said I can that scale. little. That would be a plus. He said that little thing. You you know, it's, you don't really think about it until you don't have it. But I don't mind all of the homeless people shitting in front of my house. This is one <laughs> less thing I got to explain to my son. <laughs> oh, you never know. You might miss it. Yeah, I don't know. Doubt it. But yeah, man, Texas. So you got all these. But you got these billboards on Texas on the on the western border, and it says "Don't vote for what you fled." Yeah, which hey, I mean, hey, vote for whatever the hell you want. But I thought it was interesting. It's remember what you're leaving, and it's whatever which way you lean is that's not that's beyond the scope of what I'm talking about. But it just says "Don't vote for what you fled," and I was like, touche, touche, touche. Okay. Well, it happened there. World in Texas—that's yeah, for sure. Texas is, yeah, we're not in Kansas anymore. That's a.
1: Oh, uh, well, they, they execute you for like parking tickets. Yeah, in
0: Texas. it's fucking awesome.
1: <laughs> I think they have like a like a drive-through execution place, don't they? You just drive
0: up, hook your guy up, and. Speaking of drive-through, I had to. Me and everyone at the at the job I I, I work for, I work for a liquor shop now. By the way, they sell these little like packets pouches. Of like margaritas, which called they're called fat cock. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's got it's like people
1: a, actually come up and say, "I'd like a fat cock."
0: Well, no, 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 no. Girls are always up there on bachelorette parties, and they get their white claws. And one of the guys that works there is always like, "And ladies, would you like some fat cock for later?" And they're always like, "Excuse me," and he's like, "We have lemonade, we have strawberry." And they're always like, "Oh my god, this is so funny." So I actually called the distillery, White Tiger Distillery, and I'm uh. trying to get them to sponsor my podcast. They might do it he's sponsored by (laughs) i'll be sponsored hey man joe rogan started out sponsored by who the fleshlight well and he just got signed for a tenth of a billion dollars so um can't argue with that fat cock it is (laughs) it's um but yeah
1: thanks yeah
0: but But hey man i'll take it hey hey, it's a stepping stone it's uh uh, hey you know what google could have youtube could have monetized me instead of fucking uh shadow censoring me um, if they had monetized me, we could have just done a bunch of stupid little Geico ads and uh, whatever Subway. But instead, they want to play hardball, so now I gotta bring in the fat cock. So I don't see how you have any choice. I don't think I have. It's it's I'm between a rock and a hard fat cock. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but where was I going with that drive-through? So tell. yeah, yeah, hard, yeah. It's hey man, I can, if anyone could sell it, it'd be me. So I'm gonna try. I don't know if that's a compliment to myself or an insult, but.
1: Well, I, it, I, I'm not gonna make any comments about irony or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, but, but it's
0: cool. yeah. Know. but and there's another thing they're selling now called Buzz Balls, and they're like these little balls of just it's like tequila and like lemonade, just some. So now I need to get sponsored by them too, because then the possibilities are endless.
1: But about the other seems exactly.
0: It seems like seems a little neutered, but um. Mm-hmm. So, but so, but because I've had a job and stopped being a lazy fuck. One of the things that we had to go do was they're getting worried is we all to go get tested for COVID. Of course. And so we went over today, just all in our own car. It's just like a mile from work. And we had, they, you know, we go through and it's, it's almost like the movie, like contagion. There's like, there's like checkpoints and there's people in the, in the, you know, they're, they're protect. What is it? PPE. PPE. What does it stand for? Protective.
1: Personal protective equipment.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Personal protective equipment. But, yeah, so you're there. You got to sign in. Then you go to the next place. What's your name? Blah blah blah. Who are you with? Who's your employer? Blah blah blah. Lic- uh driver's license. Blah blah blah. And then you pull up three cars at a time, and you stop. You don't even get out of your car, dude. Right. They come up and just put your head back, stare at your window, jam something up your nose like they're fucking like like mummification where they pull the brains out of the pharaohs' noses, just, uh. ah, rah, 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 and then they uh, take it out and. They say it lasts five seconds. It feels like five minutes. Pull it out, and they said, All "Right, we'll call you in two to four days." So,
1: I don't think I'll be doing that.
0: It honestly wasn't that bad. It was, it was, it was more. It was more unique than it was. It wasn't painful. That's it. It wasn't painful. It wasn't like it wasn't like your little kid getting a shot and like it hurts. It wasn't painful. It was just like. I, it was like it was like your brain itched you're like ah have that, that like for like I was driving away and I just kept going like like but it didn't didn't hurt no I mean it, no go get it i mean if you want to get it it really it really the entire process leaving work getting it and coming back I don't think it was 15 minutes from like pulling out of the store to coming back.
1: Well, I don't think I need to be doing that, but you made it very enticing.
0: Yeah, you. sponsored by the CDC. <laughs>
1: sponsored, not. By the, yeah, not.
0: Um,
1: I had the blood test. What? Yeah, they give you a blood test for the antibodies. I had that.
0: Oh yeah. Huh? Are you swin- or, yeah. do You have it. I uh, know. You strong? No, I'm clean. Strong, healthy man.
1: Well, I don't have COVID. Yeah, well, that's all you need, man.
0: What did you think about um? We're kind of going off on the rails already, but I'm I'm enjoying it. So, what do you think about uh, what do you think about the DHS Department of Homeland Security, the uh, the enforcers out in Portland and Seattle? I don't want to skew well, you I, with my opinions. I, I'm just i going to hear I yours.
1: I consider myself speak freely, a, speak really, a libertarian, a civil libertarian, and I hate to see overuse of any government power. Uh-huh. But when you look at pictures of what those people did out there to the courthouse in Portland yeah and they're not doing a damn thing about it without the federal government (sighs) seattle police chief were essentially writing a letter to the citizens saying sorry we can't protect you you're on your own
0: we're not answering calls
1: i don't know Uh, i i don't know the solution but somebody's gonna have to do something these people are monsters
0: going insane
1: yeah i mean it's in chicago it's right here in chicago there something like 40 officers were injured last friday um, throwing frozen water bottles and moving under like Roman soldiers underneath umbrellas they so they can't be identified. It's real scary. And even Lori Lightfoot finally accepted federal help. Yeah, that's how bad it is.
0: Yeah, it's um. Yeah, it's. It's it's tricky because it's. I mean, like we talked about, like within days of George Floyd being killed was when we talked about we're like, there's no like, there's no. There's no wiggle room on that. You're like, dude was killed, straight up, murdered. Left, right, right, libertarians, whatever, murdered. But then we talked about over the coming week or over the weeks following it, we were like, but it sucks because now if you are not for, you know, the burning of small businesses, it's, oh, so you're not for Black Lives Matter or George Floyd. And you're like, well, no, no, now you're perverting what I'm saying, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, you don't want to invade Iraq for WMDs. So what? You're okay with 9-11? You know, it's only two years in the rearview mirror And you're like, no, I'm not okay with the World Trade Center Being demolished I don't think Iraq has anything to do with it But you can, you can get swept up in that fervor Where if you don't march along with it it's uh, You're a pacifist and you're not a patriot
1: I had the same experience With a good friend who said Well, the only reason you're so concerned About all the murders in Chicago Is obviously because it's a black city And you're trying to be a racist I'm Okay, bud Okay, then
0: just pat him on the maybe,
1: head. Maybe it's because all these people are dying?
0: Yeah, maybe uh, you're maybe you're dragon racing to it. Maybe. Yeah.
1: Maybe. And Lori Lightfoot saying Trump's sending the the uh, federal police in because he's a sexist? I mean, come on. I don't
0: on. even know what the fuck that has to... What What is that... God damn. Those oh, are yeah. some impressive mental gymnastics. You need to take him in to let that kind of percolate. Yeah, it's just kind of got to let it marinate. What did mm-hmm. you just
1: say? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I mean, it's happened even here in in Little Dixon two large uh, Caucasian girls painted Black Lives Matter on the Ronald Reagan statue
0: Back to what I was saying you've taken this this wonderful unifying thing of a guy being killed and now it's been perverted to just destroying property just destroying federal property and now here it comes. Oh, look at you, Tommy, destroying the federal government. Look at you. Oh, you're not for the people, so you can get. It's very beautifully. I mean, just respecting. Uh, I don't know. It's like respect your enemy. Hey, man, I respect the, the, the carefully surgically woven mask of now. If anyone supports the forces we're trying to quell these protests, here's how we'll paint them as bootleggers. But it's like. So if you come out and you go, like you said, libertarian, I'm not for excessive government force, but you're like, but they're destroying federal property. They're destroying people that have nothing to do with this. I don't think it's good. Maybe they should step in the, oh, so you're a fascist. And it's like, well, no. And and now, but now you're just making me hate your cause more.
1: But even African-American leaders are saying this has become some kind of a white millennial spectacle. Dude there was it's like been stolen from them
0: there was like an 80 year old black guy that came in yesterday to the liquor store he's got a redskins hat on And one of the guys is like how much longer are you gonna wear that hat and he goes man he goes why can't we all just get along you know i was like true that man he goes you know what he goes I ain't seen no Native Americans mad about the Redskins. He goes, you know who it is? And I'm sorry. And I go, what? He goes, it's a bunch of young white people. I go, dude, it is. <laughs> he goes, I don't mean that against you. And I go, you're not getting anything against me. He goes, it's everything, man. He goes, I'm being told to be angry about things that I ain't angry about. And I was like, right. true that. This, dude, this dude's six decades older than me. Black guy, white guy. And we're just both laughing going, it's, like, yeah, you know what it is? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a bunch of uber white uber liberal millennials who it's it's like recreational revolution it's yeah. like it's got nothing else to do and th- i'm i know that i'm very i'm broadly generalizing this and that's never a good tactic but it's that's it, it, seems, it seems what it is you don't have any other struggle in your life so create a great
1: um, irony tommy you've got protesters in hong kong waving the american flag <laughs> <laughs> and Protesters you have kids here. in Portland waving the hammer and sickle. It's
0: Think almost that. It's almost like the universe is fucking with us. Yeah.
1: It's how it feels,
0: Am- isn't it? Anthony <laughs> Weiner getting caught sending dick pics. Didn't figure we're it out. The
1: Matrix. Right. We're in the Matrix. Yeah. And whoever's mining the store has been hitting the sauce.
0: Yeah, and they are having a ball. Yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. fuck it, just... Pull up the pull up the programming. Let's just switch it up a little bit. See if these fuckers figure it out. Nope. Keep it going. <laughs> Keep it going.
1: And it's a mess. I when when even Dixon gets its taggers and and that going on, you know it's a problem.
0: Is who who did you say? You said uh, even when so and so accepts Lightfoot. Who is that? Oh,
1: mayor, Larry, Lori Lightfoot. Man. I don't know who that is. She is the mayor of Chicago. She's a radical left wing hates trump she told him f you okay and uh to the president of the united states but she finally accepted uh, federal police help that the police superintendent was begging for the help they're getting run over and officers are being targeted and they can't do anything
0: yeah it's um yeah it's i think you and i talked about this i think we talked about it when we talked about uh china's stealth war by brigadier general robert Spalding is um wink wink hint hint nudge is that but we talked about the destructive forces of of what's going on right now and how there's a certain contradictory nature to it that will on a long enough timeline kill itself But because it's a long timeline You can't really see either end of it right now So it seems like yep. this organic thing This self-sustaining thing But what what? maybe it was just myself ranting I don't remember if you agreed or didn't with it But who cares we'll bring it up again Was that this force Or this pattern of cultural behavior It's based upon destruction And just the oppression Olympics and canceling everyone but it's like a cancer a cancer is based on infinite growth on finite resources which is why it kills the individual right this movement is based on the perpetual destruction of everything cancellation of everything and then once everything's been canceled and and all the wrongs have been righted well now all now it just now it switches it again Now, even that what we just accepted as acceptable. Now, that's worse. Now, these people that we just deemed equally oppressed, now they are the privileged. It goes forever until it eventually will just have to kill itself because everything is based on it doesn't create anything.
1: No, it doesn't. And it just it stuns me why in the world any American youth would embrace Marxism. I mean, it's just left a trail of human carnage throughout the world. 100 million. And now we want to bring it here. We don't realize how really, truly, I almost said privileged, and I don't want to use that word for obvious reasons. But it's so sad to me that, well, it's your generation yeah. that just it wants to burn it down and raise up this Marxist utopia
0: that can now, never exist. That a good thing. That can never exist because it's been tried. By people on every continent, and it doesn't work.
1: No, it sure doesn't work. But a lot of people die in the process.
0: Only 100 million in between 1900 and 2000, Paul.
1: Well, you're right. It's a trifling, but it is significant.
0: <laughs> Only 100 million. Only the equivalent of what? 13, 13 holocausts, right? Is that no? Right. That's right. Yes. Yeah. No, 13 More times 13. 6? 15? Sixteen? sixteen? Six times that'd sixteen? That'd 96. 16 and that would be ninety six. Sixteen and a half. Sixteen and a half holocausts. Yeah. Oh, no one ever that ever Stalin killed what? What's the conservative estimate of Stalin's death count? Of his own people. Isn't the conservative oh. count thirty two million?
1: Thirty two million. And look what's going on in China still. Yeah. We still have concentration camps in China.
0: The Uyghurs, the Oygers, Uyghurs, the uh, Muslim the Muslims.
1: Yes the Uggars or however you say that, yeah,
0: no disrespect. Yeah, I have no idea how to say it. Ugars, Ogres, Weers. It's, um, yeah. So, is there, is there, because I remember, I, you made a Facebook post a while ago, I don't even remember what it was, but I remember the wording of it was like, we must resist the like, the lowest and densest human impulse to destroy what has been beautifully created. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's it's oftentimes when you know you you bring up not i don't mean you paul i mean you what the individual stupid english language is that we you know if you aren't for or if you if you stick up for the the american system in any way then you are automatically advocating for all of its wrongs and it's because
1: they fundamentally believe that everything that america is was established based on racism uh, that's what they believe so it all has to be torn down
0: yeah and it's and but like so you know if I or you you or me sit here or any of the military guys that have, really anyone with a brain that I've had on this podcast sits here and goes no it's no I don't think America's bad it's automatically it's oh you're a piece of shit but no it's that doesn't mean that, like, just because if I have the American flag and have on, like, you know, military veterans, that doesn't mean, like, I advocate for 100% of everything we've done. No, we've done terrible things. Is our society perfect? Not at all. No one can afford healthcare. The infrastructure's falling apart. There is still racism. Like, there's a lot wrong with it. There's a lot wrong with it. But God damn it, if it is not the least wrong system that we've managed to scrabble together in the history of humanity in one... Sp- and it's... It's relatively it's it's holding together it's like a sandcastle while you're raining it's 250 years old but we're we're you know we it's fucked up some civil wars a couple world wars dropped some nukes on some people that wasn't good but like f- eh,
1: uh, a, we could debate that another time and
0: I will debate for the dropping of the nuclear weapons 10 out of 10 times because I would not be alive because my dad's dad All was right, on a, yeah, right. my dad's dad was on a troop transport ship over to the mainland so I have no I can't argue against it because it, it doesn't right. matter. But it's almost like this sandcastle. We're keeping it together. And there's some fucked up parts. But for the most part, we have this sandcastle. And it's just because it's not perfect, it's... Fuck that sandcastle. You think it's perfect? It looks like a blob. I'm like, you're right. It does kind of look like a blob. But look at the rest of the beach. And it's just flat with like a couple dead starfish a homeless guy pooping and it's like no this isn't like a beautiful fairy tale castle but You're compared to the over there exactly exactly yeah and just yeah just a bunch of shit maybe a body just floating over and it's like here's this thing that no not perfect but goddamn, if it's not the least let if it's not the least shitty part of the whole beach that's how I look at it is it's like no one better place it's like no no nothing's perfect yeah there are a lot of people with a lot of wealth and a lot of us that don't have any and yeah let's work on that there is racism I lived in Valdosta Georgia trust me racism is still alive at a level that you haven't seen since Django Unchained but it doesn't it doesn't negate the whole thing it doesn't there's a lot of great shit just period. You and I can get on a podcast, and we can challenge the U.S. I like Trump. I can also say, fuck Trump. There's no Gestapo punching down my door because of wrong thing. Not yet, at least. But my podcast has been shadow censored, and it's just trying to pick away at it. I don't know where I'm going with this, but it's I get angry when when if you stick up for it in any way, you're a piece of shit.
1: I... I'm almost at a loss for words. It makes me so upset.
0: Yeah.
1: And I I defy these people to show me someplace better on the face of the earth. Yeah. Despite all its
0: problems. And why haven't you gone?
1: The the ironic (laughs) thing is who was the baseball player who signed a $300 million deal last week? And he did his press conference, talked about the oppressive systemic racism Jesus Christ and, like come on man how, you just signed a 300 million dollar deal
0: to play a sport about,
1: Yeah <laughs> for playing I mean same thing Will Smith talks about how Hollywood's so systemically racist this house is worth what 42 million dollars He's or got something? a
0: double decker mobile RV we were looking at it at work the other day on our phones he's got a double decker mobile RV opens wow. up It's like a 2,000 square foot bus. Wow. (laughs) $2 million for this thing, dude. Self sustaining. It's literally, you know, you know how some RVs open up wide when they park? Yeah. This one does that, but it also, an entire second floor comes out. (laughs) And it's so he can be comfortable at work. Well, what does he do for work? He makes movies, but it's so he's comfortable. And. go for it that's awesome what a wonderful thing that you can that that can be your reality where else can you do that Bollywood maybe okay sure maybe but then you gotta do all those silly dance numbers (laughs) and I don't know man you're a black guy in India I don't know that's pretty backward society go have fun there it's not gonna happen
1: let's compare ourselves to India
0: yeah go there yeah I don't know dude India managed to do voter ID with 1.1 billion people Yes, they, they do. Did, but
1: they also have streets that run with green sewage.
0: Yeah, and this so, shit everywhere. And they, they generally, you know, rape is a pastime. But I don't know, you know.
1: You ever try and take a train in India? I don't know if you've seen what that looks like, but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More people hanging on the outside than on the inside the train.
0: I, I found a picture of like an old, like, Sopwith camel biplane from the 20s. And it had people sitting on all the wings and everything. And someone superimposed yeah. Air India.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but on the other hand they're becoming a very important ally counterweight they to china. are
0: against china so let's, mm, fuck yes it. let's segue into china so what's going on with that what's going on with the china and india border clash has there been anything going on or is the eye uh, on iran now because you, they, you escalated delays.
1: that but uh, trump is continuing to hit china he closed that consulate down had it? the guts to do it? Did you see Kissinger came out and said, "I've been do- finally I've been- a leader that's willing to confront China."
0: I've been, dude. I've literally been, I've, I'm making fun of millennials, but I finally have a job and I've been working, so I've been unplugged from it. What the hell has been going on? He did what?
1: He closed the Chinese consulate in in Houston. He said it was a center of espionage, and they thought it was on fire. So much smoke was pouring out because they're burning all their all their documents that uh he said you got seventy two hours to get your ass out. So they started burning documents and then of course China responded by uh, it off out. us out of the Chengdu uh or however you say that consulate. Fair so, trade. I'll oh, take it. Trump's not being pushed around by China. I, I give him credit for that.
0: That's what I like about you though, is you like I'm pretty I'm pretty far right that's what I like about you is like you're not a you're not a Trumper. That's why I love you, is because you'll come. Th- I love you for many reasons, Paul. But you'll come in and you'll you'll you just kind you stick you you stick with your guns at your own points, and sometimes it's for Trump, and sometimes they can't. And that's why I like you, is because they are. That's how I know they're legitimate beliefs. You're not just Orange Man Bad, and you're also not just Trump Twenty Twenty. You're.
1: I try to stay down the middle, and I think as much as I, well, detest is a strong word. Some of his actions, his behaviors his apparent total lack of morals <laughs> i really like what he's doing with china what he's doing with israel what he's doing about human trafficking i just adore yeah that he's prosecuting these bastards at a rate never before seen
0: more than the last two administrations combined
1: yes yeah it's just through the roof but then he goes and says that he wishes gilane maxwell well yeah what, what the,
0: the f- hell what the fuck was that
1: I don't know, but I couldn't believe it when I played it. That's I know he good. said that about everybody that's been arrested, but you don't say that about an alleged child sex trafficker. No, that's not good. It's no, it's not that's good. That's objectively not good. It, it simply isn't. Uh, you could have come up with some better words like burn in hell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. well, I understand the burden of proof and, and beyond sure. reasonable doubt and all that. But. Yeah,
0: and you know, and as someone that is blinded by the fact that I like him, I can say, "Oh well, he's just saying that to distract the media but again, well, that's just me going through my own mental gymnastics, just like we being, all do it yeah, we, we all, all try to confirm it. our own beliefs and dance around, and it's yet hold the other quote unquote other side to some infallible standard that you do not enforce on yourself, yeah. It's. I guess the next best thing you can do is talk about it and try to acknowledge your own um, cognitive dissonance. But
1: right, so We're I don't. We all distort reality.
0: Yeah, yeah. We all manipulate it to. Yeah, we all have a uh, confirmation confirmation bias. Google search is Tommy awesome. Nope, 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 nope. Fuck those. Fuck those. Fake news. Fuck those. Ninth page. Tommy's awesome. Finally, a reputable yeah. news source. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's all I needed. It's finally. And it's uh But what, what did you say about Kissinger? Kissinger said.
1: Came out and essentially said Trump is the first world leader to confront the Chinese with basically. Hey, you guys, I don't like your behavior. Fuck you. And they don't know how to respond to it. And it's causing all kinds of chaos with the Chinese. They've never been because punched Trump back. is coming out. I mean, he's essentially put his dick on the table here and said, what? no more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, now, I don't know.
0: Biden, is he going to do the same thing? I, uh, Stealth war by Brigadier General Robert Spalding. I don't think so. I
1: don't think so either. And that concerns me more than anything right now.
0: The China problem. The China problem is enormous. And that's what it is it's the china problem you, you just call yeah, it exactly and what it is, is. And the
1: whole world is starting to wake up and say whoa wait is, a minute
0: what is this behemoth what is this thing it yes. it almost seems like it almost seems like the virus crawled out of the soviet union and almost like some voldemort shit and it's been nursing itself back up and now it's like, you know, it's dropping in right. the sacrifices. The God-demand sacrifice put two million people in concentration camps. And it's slowly like the horns are just coming back on. And it's like now it's starting to get its muscle and its big leathery wings. And now it's it's just, hey, we went from the CCCP to the CCP. It shed well, some it's weight. A little, L- little leaner, Yeah
1: little leaner little meaner yeah, and they, a lot more dangerous yeah
0: they went through some focus groups and they decided hey we'll drop one of the Cs and maybe we'll give it another shot
1: yeah now we're not facing each other across the iron curtain like we were with russia but not they're yet. here <laughs> they're right here
0: yeah it's i mean
1: and- here's, here's chinese manufacturing technology right here in this iphone what would we do without it right
0: yeah all of it all of it it's yes what we it wake up. what do we do without it because they control 90% of the world's rare earth metal trades but they don't, sorry 90% of the world's rare earth metal trade but they only have 30% of the world's rare earth metal supply but yeah. are they so I'm listening to um permanent record by Ed Snowden cuz I just finished uh shadow factory the ultra secret post 9 11 nsa by james bamford which came out in 2004 i think 2005. it's a little dated so i finished that and then went straight to snowden try to get like a different look on it and um then after that i'm going to listen to one by michael hayden so i want to get like an objective of history i want to get snowdens and then i want to get the next director just try to see if i can't get some venn diagram some general truths but one thing so snowden goes on and on talking about how he said the internet is is as american as baseball in that the vast majority of the world's internet traffic goes through american um i guess servers whether they are on u.s soil or whether they are they're on pieces built by u.s companies bound to u.s laws they might be manufactured in china but in terms of where the actual where the light the electrons are going is all through Direct or indirect or indirect, indirect American property and thus is subject to American rules. And that, like, so for baseball, it's a home field advantage.
1: Well, but didn't Obama want to give that up, though?
0: Oh, yeah. What was that called? I, I can't remember. I, I, I something? I can't remember. I can't remember either. But point being is now going back to Brigadier General Robert Spaulding's stealth war is thinking about the 5G development, and right. it's, ah, are they now, they are playing the super long con, construct the actual physical backbone, and slowly change the home field advantage.
1: Absolutely right. The The 5G backbone, thankfully, Trump's aware of it, now England is aware of it, they're literally tearing out the Huawei technology in, in England and thank god for that and we know better than to allow it here and that's i don't know that if it's donald trump but it's his administration that has said no thank you
0: dude it's we touched on it last time and i don't think we really came to a good conclusion And i don't think we can but let's take another stab at it how is china addressed do you got to go all out a multifaceted front that may last a half century, Cold War two. what do you do? Or do you just kick their asses on the playing field, just make everything better here? What is, what is to do?
1: I, I think that we have to reduce our reliance on them, do whatever it takes to bring home manufacturing of essential uh, goods and services. And now the, the Republicans just announced today as part of their new uh, COVID relief package. Uh-huh. A, a program to stimulate manufacture of PPE here in the United States, rather than by importing it from China, and I think that's a really good good start. It's a small start, but it's something we have to do. The manufacturing capacity of the United States is what won World War II. Yeah. And now, if you go to Detroit, the arsenal of democracy, what do you see? Yeah, a bunch of. Abandoned derelict fac- uh, facilities.
0: The only thing we can produce now is, is, is ethereal. It's software. It's content.
1: Well, we still can build some pretty good cars, some pretty good airplanes.
0: Tesla. It's
1: Tesla. Um, tanks. You know, we can still build a few things, but look at uh, World War II. How many aircraft carriers did we pump out?
0: Dude, we are building. We're building a fighter jet every hour and ten minutes.
1: Yeah. Well, now how long does it take to build a fighter jet? I mean, uh, an F thirty five. Granted, a
0: little, little more complex now. Granted, but
1: quite a bit. Yeah, little bit. Uh,
0: but just yeah, I don't, I don't know what is. Or is there a way to shed light on it and make it a global effort as opposed to just America take on the CCP? Is there a way to show every country that they're getting fucked six ways from Sunday? It seems I like they're,
1: they're I yeah. really think they're getting it. Look at the Philippines. They kicked us out, invited the Chinese in, and now they're saying, Whoa, Uncle Sam, remember us? We're your buddies. Hey. Remember us? You have a treaty obligation to us. Yeah, yeah. The Chinese are screwing us over here in the Philippine Sea and the South China Sea, yeah. and and then they the Chinese sunk a Vietnamese fishing boat, didn't they?
0: What? Oh, was that? Oh, yeah, that was in yeah, yeah. Man. They just sunk it. Maybe, so might be missing. Vietnamese are reaching out to us. Might be missing We're MacArthur. Giving weapons
1: to oh. Vietnam. Clown world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Sounds like they're missing MacArthur. <laughs> maybe you, maybe they need they want us to go swing in Manila again.
1: Well, they sure they don't like the Chinese either. The whole world is waking up, and I don't think China's ever faced such a hostile globe.
0: No, uh, and,
1: and COVID kicked it off I, for sure.
0: I think COVID was COVID was literally China was COVID. What a great example because COVID, you're brilliant, Paul. China was a stealth agent, and COVID was them sneezing. Yes. everyone just heard it yes <laughs> and it, what What the hell was that they got close man they had the knife they had the stiletto knife but they were there they were there will something be done about it though it's i know we didn't really touch off on project pluto at all we didn't get close to it no we didn't you want to do like 15 more minutes and yeah sure see if We can't touch off that yeah um, yeah. So Project Pluto, which was going to be the episode, but it's my favorite Cold War, one of my favorite Cold War plans, was a nuclear-powered ramjet the size and mass of a diesel locomotive that would go Mach 3 at the speed of an SR-71 Blackbird at an altitude of 100 feet. It would go for months on end, using the shockwave to destroy everything in its path. It was powered by u- uranium oxide and beryllium nitrate uh, cores, I think, And it was a direct, it was a direct, what is it? A direct, um, it spewed radiation. It wasn't clean. Everywhere it went. Shockwave kills everyone. Radiation kills everyone, and it goes for months and months and months. So just imagine at 100 feet going Mach 3, demolishing houses. Remember, the SR 71 set off a Mach 3 shockwave at, I think, a mile in altitude by accident, and it right. blew the windows out of a cathedral a couple miles away and killed guys on the scaffolding. This thing would be at 100 feet going Mach 3 for months, spewing radiation, and that's not even its primary role. Its primary ro- role was to hold up to 26 one-megaton thermonuclear warheads, dropping them off at predetermined destinations, all the while just going around the Soviet Union. And then lastly, so on top of shockwave, radiation, and then just, you know, general thermonuclear war, at the very end, it would then just impact something as a kinetic strike vehicle. Those are four.
1: Which is, yeah, the collateral damage that you're talking about was enormous. And that was just, oh yeah, this will happen too.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. those those were were all, those were all, those were all, Oh yeah, those were all yeah. Those oh, were all yeah, appetizers. As well, those were appetizers and desserts, but those weren't the main course.
1: No, I mean, what a horrible weapon! You're talking about the late '50s, and they they were designing a, essentially a nuclear cruise missile mm-hmm. that that could loiter for months at a time, and then months. swoop into attack.
0: Months. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You You know, I I didn't even know about this, Tommy, until you told me. And and (laughs) the study I did of it, the thing that that I don't understand about it is, like I said to you last night. Navigation. How in the world would something like that guide itself in 1957?
0: So it's actually. I realize
1: they're saying Tercom, but does that even exist in 1957?
0: It was, yeah. And there was something in in the early 50s and the early 60s called ATRAN which is where they would literally get these big, um, they would get these like 3D topographical maps.
1: Yeah.
0: And it was, I mean, talk about like old school, they would put them in these warehouses. I mean, these things would be 300 feet long. And then when they would get these these cameras on these like booms, and they would literally come in and they would Mm -hmm. go right above it and they would simulate what it would look like flying at different altitudes. You would then take that data on those early computers put that in a machine and then the machine, so even if it lost radar contact or its radar was broken, it could then literally just it would have a few sensors on it, crudely picking out, you know, peaks and troughs and valleys, and then it would go into its crude, you know, couple kilobyte database and it would match it. It's actually brilliant. They had they literally had like a so you didn't need to know it. It wasn't like a real time computer scanning. It was just mm-hmm. it's almost like you're looking at a map. It was just doing that in, like, real time. But we had these videos of we would just get these cameras and roll them over topographical maps from different angles.
1: But how in the world could you make – I mean, this is the age of ENIAC, right? I mean – Well, so what you would
0: do it. is you would load your predetermined destinations. Yeah. It couldn't – it wasn't a real-time thing. You couldn't contact it and say, all right, now we want it. you to hit Moscow. It was so – you Once you lost – once you launched that thing, it's done, right? I mean, you, you game yeah. over. Fire and forget. Fire right? and forget months. Yeah.
1: Unless yeah. mechanical failure, um, considering the operating temperatures and all that, I suppose
0: that could have been 20, very, 20, very, 2,500 degrees Fahrenheit, probably. yeah. Oh, yeah, when yeah. it crashed, there'd be a Chernobyl at that site. Don't forget that one.
1: <laughs> well, I, th- that probably, given the size of the reactor and the fuel, would not have been comparable to... Like Chernobyl? No, but, no, 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 not nearly as much. But I mean, the fuel rods were like pencil size, right?
0: Yes, yeah, so, but hundreds of thousands in each one.
1: Yes, that's true. I mean, Five hundred
0: thousand were made, right? Manufactured by who? cores Light. Coors. <laughs> <laughs> Manufacturing power, right there. That is pretty cool. What we're making beer,
1: and you want us to make nuclear fuel rods out of our ceramic? And apparently,
0: surprise? they did it like on par with like the <laughs> the the classified labs. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Good old Adolf Coors.
0: Yeah. Going in is it Adolph Coors? Yeah, that's His name, the name was of Adolf. Name. That's unfortunate. Well, <laughs> every Adolf doesn't yeah. have to be bad, yeah. do they? No. It's just like they ruined the toothbrush mustache. It just got ruined. Well, yeah,
1: that's pretty much ruined.
0: This is done. What an asshole. Fuck
1: Charlie me. Chaplin could not get away with it today. Nope. <laughs> um, what a terrifying weapon. I mean, imagine the sound this thing would have made. It would have been deafening people.
0: Oh my god, dude! This thing is—I mean, this—this this was from the pits of hell.
1: Yeah, yeah. I made a V two rocket look like a child's toy.
0: It made a V two rocket look like a slingshot.
1: Yeah, yeah. This
0: exactly,
1: is, and, and it could actually—it was—it was actually uh, some multi-warheads inside this thing. Up to twenty-four configurations. Yeah,
0: different. You could do one big one, a couple small ones. The most lethal was twenty-four one megatons, so it just hit twenty-four cities.
1: Yeah. Right, and you don't need to have any targeting
0: as long as you're in no. the vicinity. How it did it? It popped them up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you go pop because it's going Mach three. It Just right. It yeets the hell out of there. This thing goes up, comes down. You can't detect it on radar because it's right on the deck.
1: Right, right. And it's at tree so what level. defense could there possibly be about against something like that?
0: Well, there wasn't, and that's actually why it was killed. Okay. So I, I hate it because there are no books on it. You'd think that this would be. There's a lot of little YouTube videos, but there's no like, which I hate because it's the is the most insane thing. But Project Pluto Slam S L A M supersonic low altitude missile. There was no defense, and that's what led to its death, because it's for the same reason that um, the same reason that the Soviets were, and actually some people in the U S were so opposed to Reagan's Star Wars was that. Wait, so what? you're saying that we can produce a shield that could take out 99.9% of incoming nukes? Yeah, that's terrible. Why? Because now there's no mutual assured destruction. Now it's right. only assured for them. So now we know that we can just take them out. Well, then the only way they can compete is to kill us all and launch everything. Yes. So it's destabilizing, and that's why. Because what you just said, what defense is for that in the 50s? We realized that in like, in like ARPA, or before it was DARPA, was they were like, how do we stop one of these? Because the technology isn't necessarily, you know, it's just insane. I mean, the idea is insane. The actual technology, it was like, you can figure it out. The Soviets, they're not stupid. They'll figure it out. And then they started doing some like think tanks, and they realized, oh, we could not possibly stop this. So right. it came down to, you know what, if we don't make them, maybe the Soviets won't. And it worked.
1: It did. It did. Uh, the technological challenges were enormous. Anyway, you had ICBMs that could do the same thing for a lot
0: less money. But that was after.
1: Well, they were on the horizon.
0: Yeah, but not when Pluto they were on was, the horizon. not so, when it was being tested. Yeah, because you got to think the idea to drop multiple bombs at multiple locations. It's not so fantastic when you think about. Well, what about an ICBM? It's got the MERVs where it can shoot ten right. from orbit. Well, exactly, that was after Pluto during Pluto it was like one missile multiple targets that later became like, yeah, that's just that's that's industry standard. that's defense contractor standard. And, you know and we
1: were coming out with Polaris at mm-hmm. that time, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. So we had lots of other options, but this was literally a horrific
0: weapon. it was day. insane. It's called the flying crowbar. It, it, it had some other like demonic nicknames, and everything we're talking about, this is what what one could do. God knows we weren't going to make one. No, no. You would have sent over an army of these. And not only that, it had a a sort of second strike capability in that you didn't have to launch it and then let it go for months and months around the Soviet Union. You could launch it and then have it do like thousand mile circles in the Pacific and just Mm -hmm. keep it going. And then if, you know, it's three months lifespan came up and we're still at peace, just plunge it into the ocean launch the next one and you just keep them there and if at any moment something goes bad here you can just send like a single radio signal and activate and then just imagine a fleet of these screaming over the ocean at a hundred feet coming to the soviet mainland game over so but there was something that there's one of the things they had to do was it was so the engine was so hot after they used it Good for like five more minutes? Yes. All right. I don't want to keep you. It's um, one. Of the, it was so hot. The engine was so hot. They had to use like remote-controlled train cars yeah. to work on them, and they had to put them behind huge lead and um, water-filled windows just so yes. they could look at it through cameras. Six-feet concrete walls. After they did that, though, and they finished up testing, and they went and they parked it in this like one of the, I guess, the concrete wall place, and just sealed it off. They went eight years later. Some researchers went to just look at it. Eight years later. They had on all their radiation gear. Oh, sure. They said when you walked into the room, you could only stay in there for a couple moments because it felt like you were in a blast furnace. It was wow. that hot eight years later. Eight wow. years later. You said they opened the door and it was like, you know when you get really close to a fire and you're moving some of the yeah. logs and you're like, whew, whoo. whoo said so you could open up said you could walk in there you could whew, whew, all, right, all right and they shut the door eight years <laughs> wow project How L- horrific project pluto it's the only weapon we ever made where it's the only def- oh, it's too terrible yeah it was it was very uh war games-esque like what a peculiar weapon the only way to beat it is not to build it <laughs>
1: That's, that's what it was. You're right. I don't think there's a parallel anywhere that I'm aware of Not where even we I... said, this is so horrific that we just
0: can't build it. Yeah. Well, What will we do if the Soviets build them? Nothing. So what if we don't build them? Well, maybe the Soviets won't build them. And it worked. It did. Which is weird because it didn't work with ICBMs or nukes in general. It, it didn't.
1: <laughs> but it sure worked with this weapon which is so fascinating the drawings of it even it looks like Isn't it? something out of that uh 1929 film metropolis yeah dude this thing is
0: demonic
1: this dystopian futuristic f- flash gordon from hell yeah
0: dude it's and do we even had plans to put them on back of like flatbeds on railroads mm-hmm. and just move them around the country and at any time we could just launch them These things—they looked like if you look if you zoom out of the big. These things looked sharp, almost like the engines of an SR-71. They're just these black, just nuclear death in the fifties.
1: And we worked on them for what was it, nine years, eight years? Oh yeah,
0: and they worked. They made it. They made a one-tenth, one-tenth scale size Tori Two A and Tori Two C, were the names of them. I don't know what they stand for, but we made them. And they worked.
1: Yes. Didn't they fire up the second one for like 90 seconds or something?
0: Yep. They had to use a bunch of submarine compressing engines, air compressors from Groton, Connecticut. And they brought them in, and they had to fill up all these pipes. With like a th-
1: million pounds of compressed air, right?
0: Yep. Because they had to get it at the pressure, and then they put all these uh, copper BBs that they would heat up. And the heat, that kept the heat, and they had these, yeah, miles of uh, piping. And then they mm-hmm. could just, you know... You take the metaphorical, just open up the faucet and then it would blast this twenty five hundred degree air at Mach three over the engine and it worked just fine.
1: Which would then heat it up to what four thousand degrees.
0: Yeah, or it came in at whatever it was, yeah. There's a massive temperature differential.
1: Well it have to be. That's what keeps it in the air, right? Yeah.
0: That's how it flies. The yeah. temperature
1: differential, that's the performance of the ramjet.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With yeah. With, without it it would crash, which is
1: so it passes it over the nuclear reactor to heat it, heats it up, which then ejects at the pass, hot air, yeah. and that's what makes it fly. If I yeah, understand, that's
0: what made it have its speed. Yeah, it was the difference in temperature. I yeah, I feel like if, I feel like I should know basic physics, but it's. <laughs> and that's the other thing, man. The air was coming in at Mach three, and it was going out at Mach three or more than Mach three. Yeah. it had how much time? How I mean, how quick is that? To jack it up by a thousand degrees. And it did it. Just fine.
1: Yeah, it did. Amazing.
0: In the And you know, the, the Ramjet
1: is something that's been speculated as being the, the uh, propulsion for the Aurora. Yeah. And there have been lots of sightings of the donuts, donuts on, the a on a string yeah, contrail. Doom,
0: doom, doom.
1: Yeah. And you could see that when they showed a picture of the Tory 2C. You could almost see that kind of
0: pulse engine you know, pulse pulse contrailing.
1: yeah, yeah. I, I wonder if maybe that idea of nuclear propulsion was not still used
0: it wouldn't surprise me I mean talk about the ultimate loiter weapon right throw that right. thing up for months
1: you can't beat that I mean unless you're in
0: orbit <laughs> <laughs> alright wink. wink wink <laughs> That will have to be another episode. You want to wrap? I
1: think so. I think so. Mm -hmm. What a fascinating weapon!
0: in the fifties.
1: In the fifties. What the fuck do they have? Well, we've seen the the grandbabies of the of the Pluto project. I mean, that's what the cruise missile became, right?
0: Mm -hmm. Tomahawk, far more uh,
1: sophisticated.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man, it's uh. You know, Raven Rock makes a little more sense now. Hey, why are you guys building all these bunkers? Well, we built these weapons and we realized if they build them, there's only one way to survive. What's that? A mile underneath granite for a thousand years.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. The whole thing is in perspective. The more we learn about this, the more sense Raven Rock makes.
0: Oh, yeah, the more you and I learn about this, Raven Rock made sense since it started. Yeah, right. right but but for us yeah oh okay yeah maybe that's why we're not so gung-ho for a second cold war
1: we're in the midst of it anyway
0: i think it's starting
1: it's been going on we just didn't realize it
0: yeah you know what maybe maybe this podcast will be a uh, historical document maybe i can live stream the cold war over the next couple decades you could be a cyber Paul Revere. I think that's Robert Spalding. I think he's Paul Revere.
1: Well, he is. Maybe you can be the one who it over the internet.
0: Potentially. Because I don't think
1: enough people know yet.
0: Nope. He was kicked off the National Security Council for raising too many alarm bells about 5G. You bet.
1: You bet. Because people are lining
0: their pockets. Because they're being infiltrated by those CCP scum fucks.
1: Why, well, right. <laughs> Well, that's the thing about Trump. He doesn't care.
0: I don't know, man. Yeah, you can't, can't bribe a billionaire, I guess. <laughs> There's some genius in that.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the thing Hillary Clinton said. That she said, yeah. we need more. We need men like Donald Trump to run for office. He can't be bought.
0: God, I love how history just shits on itself. <laughs> Didn't Obama <laughs> put in his the senior thesis, Donald Trump is the American dream. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Well,
1: I will tell you what, buddy. This is a horrifying, horrifying weapon that I'm glad was never built. But you know what? I'm sure we have the equivalent equivalent in our arsenal today. We have. We just don't know about
0: it. I'm sure we have. But I'm confident it's out there. I'm sure we have something a hundred times worse.
1: I'm sorry. Maybe I'm too cynical, but the whole we realized how horrible this weapon was and decided not to develop it further. I don't really believe that ring true to me i
0: don't really believe that i've heard that explanation and historians uh pretty widely agree on that explanation for why we didn't build it i'm with you i think it's like ben rich saying hypersonics are impossible i don't know protest too much yeah what a great way to throw the! What a great way to throw them off the scent! You know what? This is just too dangerous. We're not going to build it. Everyone go home. We're done here. Scientists, please stay. But we're going to go. Everyone leave the research area. We'll but close down the here. base in a while. Why are there still people here eight years later? Stop questioning and go home. Watch the Yankees. I don't believe it for a fucking. Why are we building all these bunkers to survive what? Well, why would we need to survive it? I don't fucking believe it. That's not how the power structure works. No, if it can be done, it will be done.
1: Yes, that's so true, and it's out there. It may, it may be loitering around somewhere right now, son of Pluto. Yeah,
0: oh, just loitering. It's out there, probably two hundred thousand feet. Just, just. Didn't you send me that thing? Or was that New yes. Phelps? The thing where the ISS caught that. It looked like a post detonation engine.
1: You know what? I, the uh, the TRB or whatever TR3B, it is, uh, it's out there and it's nuclear powered, and I'm confident of
0: it. I hope it is. I fucking hope it is.
1: I'm sure it is, Tommy. <laughs> you and I probably will never see it, but
0: not with that attitude.
1: No, you're right. If, think positive. Yeah
0: if i if I ever succumb to some sort of terminal cancer, I've thought about this a lot is that not not for the philosophical implications or anything or i thought man i want i would like say goodbye to everyone and then i would be like all right please take me on a tour of some special access programs and then you guys can give me like a lethal dose of like potassium or something at the end like i'm already dead anyway like (laughs) just give me like 48 hours just give me a briefing you don't even need to take me to the site just give me a briefing and then let me go If you gotta go, that would be a great way to go. I want to. It's gonna be a Make a Wish Foundation. Just let me see everything. Show me the orbital lasers.
1: Well, they're out there.
0: Fuck yeah, they are. Whether or
1: not we want to admit it,
0: we'll save this for another episode, Paul. Because you're gonna get me ranting, and then I'm gonna keep you hostage, and I don't want to do that. To do that,
1: we need to do another one on the uh, the USS Tripoli, which was christened yesterday. What the mini aircraft carrier?
0: this is why i don't work because now i'm not in touch with everything now i'm just another man going and serving liquor and fat cocks and i'm not i don't have my finger on the pulse of society i didn't know about kissinger i didn't know about the consulate i didn't know about the tripoli if you're listening subscribe to this podcast so i can get revenue on it and read more books and make better episodes see what happens when i have to work it, it, it just the episodes suffer. Content suffers. Subscribe, motherfuckers. I get gotta get to a thousand to get monetized. Spam it for me. God All damn right. it. I didn't even know. I thought you were lying yeah. I thought you were just making something up.
1: No no no. She was commissioned yesterday uh, and she was F
0: thirty five. Don't spoil it. We'll do another one. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Paul. Stay safe, brother. Thank you for doing one, man.
1: Alright, my friend. I'll see you dog.
0: Peace.